This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topics, USO, Fire in the Sky, and Spooks Must Speak. Now before we get to these three topics, and they're all quite interesting in their own way, I just want to say a shout out to the recent uh, sponsors to the program, individuals that have chosen to make a monthly contribution to uh, this program. makes a big difference, and if you want to become one of those folks, you can simply go to the Anchor website and take the time to sponsor the program. A big thank you to the people that do that because it really does help. Now the first topic we're covering is this notion that the spooks must speak. And this uh, article comes to us from justthenews.com, justthenews.com. And the title says, COVID legislation gives Pentagon spy agencies 180 days to spill all about UFOs. It says the law requires detailed analysis of data of the FBI, which was derived from investigations of intrusions of unidentified aerial phenomena data over the restricted United States airspace. The article says uh, the $2.3 trillion COVID-19 relief and government funding bill signed into law by President Trump last Sunday was packed with billions of dollars worth of pork, which immediately drew much criticism. But there were other oddities tucked into the legislation, such as a 180-day countdown for the Pentagon and spy agencies to release everything they know about UFOs. Wow, does anybody out there really think that the deep state is going to release everything they know about UFOs? I'll just stop and think about that for a second. Think about somebody, uh, an operation that is above board, well-respected, and as professional as the BlackVault.com. These guys are, you know, whatever your opinion, their top-of-the-line professionalism is unquestionable. And so many times the stuff they post when they try to just get basic information under FOIA request, they come back with pages of blacked-out, blacked out documents. What that exposes to us is just a, a, a culture of secrecy that has so, um, that the deep state is within the grips of, that's impenetrable. Uh, we ought to be able to see by now, after four years, that there are two kinds of people on this planet, the people that know and the people that don't know. The people that are on the inside and then the rest of us. The notion, in my opinion, even that the President of the United States has a full uh, working knowledge of what the U.S. government knows about UFOs is laughable. I heard today that they called the National Guard into, it was reported at least, uh, to Washington, D.C. without Trump's knowledge or consent. Frankly, I think he's been on the outside of 80% of what's going on for the last four years. I think most presidents are. Obama was a little bit more open about it. He just went golfing. Trump would have been far better off golfing than trying to save the world from COVID. But I digress. 
The article continues, the provision received very little attention, in part because it wasn't included in the text of the 5,593-page legislation, but as a committee comment attached to the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act, which was rolled into the massive bill, Fox News reported. The comment, which came from the Senate Intelligence Committee, of which Senator Marco Rubio, Republican Florida, is acting chairman, instructed the Director of National Intelligence, Secretary of Defense, and the heads of such other agencies to submit a report within 180 days of the date of enactment of the Act to the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committee on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Well, they're going to submit something. Okay, we've gone over this before. This lady, Susan Gao or Goff, I'm not sure how you pronounce her name, the Pentagon spokesperson, uh, She's she's not an amateur. I mean, she's an expert in the field of disseminating public propaganda and and controlling uh, the intelligence narrative. So I'm, I feel quite confident that something will be submitted in 180 days or somewhat less as far as the UFO phenomenon is concerned. But I also feel quite confident that it'll be mostly gobbledygook and if they have anything um, actually of value to release, it'll be done in a parking lot to a recently retired deep stater. The same way that we received the videos of the, uh, of the three uh, fighter cockpit videos of the UFOs. And, and right now, quite frankly, we know somewhere floating around is a high-quality picture of that uh, triangle-shaped USO that was filmed uh, a couple years ago. Uh, we've got the we've got video or a picture at least of that of the cube UFO, but in that same uh, on that same uh, general incident, there's also reportedly a high quality image of a triangle shaped USO that came up out of the water. Haven't seen the actual picture yet. Seen some artist renderings, but I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for the new History Channel documentary to come out with Louis Elizondo. Uh, interviewing some recently retired spook or pilot and posting a video maybe of that picture monetizing it with the company logo because that's how we do things now we don't do things through the normal old-fashioned way of uh, just uh, ethical decent public disclosure no we have to go through the revolving door of the deep state as the players enrich themselves now, the article continues. It says, a comment added that relevant agencies need to report observed airborne objects that have not been identified, including a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomena data collected by a geospatial intelligence, signals intelligence, human intelligence, and measurement and signals intelligence. Now, this is like parents telling their teenage kids not to speed. We saw what happened last summer with these drones, okay, reported uh, all over the southwest and the west. The FAA couldn't be bothered. Certain sheriffs came out and warned people not to take pot shots at these things, otherwise they would risk going to federal prison. The people that were being victimized by these uh, quote-unquote drones were victimized again. 
by the government and law enforcement, as far as I can see. And no answers ever came forward on that. Oh, there were a couple of theories. Okay. Nothing, no, no clear answers. And what about the ones at Palo Verde, the big nuclear plant down there in what? Is that New Mexico, Arizona? What came of that? We got the reports where they reported these quote-unquote drones. I think that's the new password for UFO. Were spotted uh, stalking this largest nuclear power plant out there out west. And whatever came of that? Nothing. I did see, however, and I didn't. I didn't link the article. I should have. Uh, some some fellow on YouTube had a YouTube channel where he'd taken all these really cool-looking drone footage in Philadelphia. And the FAA, they got on that right away. From the article I read said he was looking at like a two or $280,000 fine for flying his drone in the city there. Oh, that was very dangerous, they said. He could have caused a terrible accident, flown into the skyscraper, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they can find a kid on YouTube, and they can destroy his life. But when we have real present threats against nuclear installations and missile bases, mum's the word. So I expect nothing of any consequence to come of this. It goes on and says, the report also must contain detailed analysis of data of the FBI, which was derived from investigation of intrusions of unidentified aerial phenomena data over restricted United States airspace and an assessment of whether this unidentified aerial phenomena activity may be attributed to one or more foreign adversaries. Well, I'm sure that the deep state is very intimidated by Marco Rubio, especially if they've seen those pics from the pool party. That aside, as I said, I expect nothing because how are you going to prove these guys even did an investigation? And since when has the FBI investigated UFOs. I mean, they're kind of like J. Edgar Hoover with the mob. doesn't exist. Therefore, we don't have to investigate it. It says, We are aware that the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence Committee report on the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal 2021 included a requirement for the Director of National Intelligence in consultation with the Secretary of Defense to submit a report on unidentified aerial phenomena Within 100 days, 180 days of enactment, Defense Department spokeswoman Susan Gao, or Goth, spelled G-O-U-G-H, told the New York Post. Yeah, aware, don't care. In April, the Defense Department declassified three well-known UFO videos acknowledging that they were filmed by U.S. Navy pilots. Now, notice here how they leave out the very relevant parts Christopher Mellon, former deep state intelligence uh, actor, current employee uh, to the Academy of the Stars, has come out and said that he picked up these videos in a paper bag from a employee of the Defense Department or Defense, I don't know, network, whatever you want to call it. Why isn't that relevant to this article? The Department of Defense has authorized the release of three unclassified Navy videos, one taken in November 2004 and the other two in January 2015, which have been circulating in the public domain after unauthorized releases in 2007 and 2017, the department said in a statement. Wow. That's the closest thing that anybody that I know of from the Department of Defense or any of those alphabet agencies has come to saying that 
to the Academy of Stars did a naughty naughty. After unauthorized releases. I've been harping on this for, I don't know, over a year. Why weren't those... Why weren't those videos simply posted online the way that NASA does their stuff? Why did a former career intelligence person have to meet somebody in a parking lot, some anonymous, unnamed person, and then turn this stuff over to the New York Times, who in turn turned it over to to the Academy of Stars, only to be monetized, and I assume profited from for about a year? Not that there's anything wrong with that says the U.S. Navy previously acknowledged that these videos circulating in the public domain were indeed Navy videos. After a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems and does not impinge on any subsequent investigation of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena. DOD is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage has been circulated was real or whether or not there is more to the videos. The aerial phenomena observed in the videos remain characterized as unidentified. And as a footnote, they could have congratulated TTSA on a bang-up job with that watercolor mark. They splattered so kindly across the front of those videos. It says the release videos can be found at the Naval Air Systems Command FOIA reading room. Well, wouldn't it have been nice if they could have been found there before they were found in a parking lot by Christopher Mellon and released to the New York Times, who released them to the, to the Academy of the Stars, who plastered their watermark across the front of the video. Wouldn't it have been nice if those videos would have been ethically, morally, legally, correctly released online to this Naval Air Systems Command FOIA reading room before you pass them on to your deep state friends and former employees. Wouldn't that have been nice? Just a thought. As I said, I'm looking for the certified real pictures of that triangle USO we've been talking about to show up at about any time on one of these for-profit UFO channels. And then give us six months and maybe Mrs. Guile or Goff or however you say her name can come out and let us know that yes, that one's real too. Because that's how they do things now. You know, they used to have elections where people voted on paper and you could track it and you could actually recount it and find out who won. But now they use machines that may or may not be controlled from China that just mysteriously have glitches that flip votes from one candidate to another. And then we have a president who's too afraid to do anything. That's how... We do things now. A very sad situation is so many levels. But when you think of things of how they're done today, and then when I see, sadly, people who I have great respect for, like Nick Pope, post tweets that seem to imply that they actually believe that there is an opportunity or a chance for disclosure in six months because... 
the deep state actors are going to do what little Marco Rubio tells them to do. I find that hard to believe. I look at the deep state on one side, and you know, when I look at just a retired kind of B team, probably, maybe even like C team guys, like Mellon and Elizondo and the rest of these guys who seem nonviolent, let's say. When I look at the nonviolent guys, the guys who uh, you're not too worried about coming to your house and offing you, those kind of guys, the good guys of the deep state, when I look at those guys and compare them to Marco Rubio, I'm saying there's not a chance for disclosure. Now imagine, imagine the guys who have the real stuff, not some videos of a Tic Tac flying around, but I mean real stuff, like stuff you could hold in your hand if it wasn't radioactive, or maybe autopsy photos, or maybe parts of missing critters that came down with those things, stuff that would just literally not allow people to sleep at night. The guys that know where that stuff's at. Those guys. The guys that know for certain what happened to all those people that went missing in those parks. Not just the ones that slipped into quicksand or drowned or somehow fell off a gorge. I'm talking about the ones that end up at the top of a mountain somewhere barefoot with no marks on their feet. I'm talking about all that strange stuff. About this really weird cattle mutilation stuff. Where these animals are mutilated in ways that just aren't humanly possible out in the middle of nowhere. When I think of the guys that really know what's going on there and who've been tracking this stuff for decades. Generational knowledge. Because believe me, it's a family thing. When I think about those guys and what they must look like, be like, act like. And then I look over here and I take a look at Marco. There's not a chance. Not a chance. And maybe maybe our soon-to-be former president is thinking about that right now. Maybe he got a little whiff here or there of what a UFO was or what was going on as he drifted through four years of leafing through his book every night, The Power of Positive Thinking. should be called The Power of Not Believing the Deep State Exists. Maybe he's starting to have one of those moments thinking to himself wow what did i get into so no the stakes are too high the actors are too real and we're not getting disclosure at least not from these guys the disclosure that you're going to get is the disclosure that you get with your own eyes your own research the people you talk to the people you listen to and you put two and two together and somehow find the truth on your own you're not going to get it from a bunch of people who lie for a living. Okay? That's not how it works. Now, the next article is a little bit a little bit less depressing. And I came across this a couple days ago. And I apologize for not having put anything out for the last few days. I've just been inundated with wrapping up 2020 and all of the negativity involved there. And sometimes, you know, life just kind of gets you down. And you're just not with the program. But... I think now I've reassessed and maybe can try to put out a little bit more product. Now, this comes to us from HawaiiLineNewsNow.com. 
And I have a link along with the other two articles there at the website ufowarning.com. And you can go there and you can watch the video. It's 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 pretty good actually. Someone has taken the time to video this thing and it looks you never know in these things if they're actually like it's long rectangular shape or if it's just camera shake, you know, because sometimes if you're filming something with a camera at nighttime and it's say it's an orange sphere and you're moving the camera a little bit, if the camera's not stable, it it drags that sphere into it like an almost like an oblong or worm shape, which is what this looks like. But it's something definitely there, and it's definitely this uh, high intensity uh, violet, almost blue color. And it's some it's a it's a it's a blue that we so often hear about in these uh, UFO sightings. It's there's some commonality here with the light these things produce. The the light it's like a light without shadows. I mean it it really illuminates stuff and it's almost a light beyond a natural normal light or a light that's created by people even. Now this says here FAA notified after large blue UFO seen above Oahu appeared to drop into ocean. What did it appear? I mean it just did. If we can believe what the camera shows us, this lady they're watching this thing and it bloop it just drops right down in the water. And this is kind of our USO theme going on here. Honolulu, Hawaii, it says, an unidentified flying object spotted in evening sky over Leeward, Oahu, prompted a witness to call 911. Now, this is dated uh, December 31st. There are multiple videos of what appears to be a glowing oblong mass, both in the sky and in the water, Officials from the Federal Aviation Administration say there were no aircraft incidents or accidents in this area at the time, but multiple witnesses reported seeing a large blue object fall out of the sky and into the ocean. In one video, a woman can be heard saying, Something is in the sky. What is that? Mistina Sape told Hawaii News now how she captured the image at 8.26 p.m. near... Halakala Avenue in Nanakali. Not long after, a woman named Mariah spotted what looked like the same object passing over Princess Kahuna Estates. Now, this is another case where you have multiple eyewitnesses seeing the same thing from two different locations, two different perspectives. And I think I tend to give these sorts of sightings a lot of weight. Quote, I look up and then I was like, oh, Expletive, she said. I started calling my husband, and then because they were all in the garage, I was like, hey, come look up here. See if you can see if you see what I see. They all said, yeah. The 38-year-old says she never re- she's never really been a believer in UFOs, but the bright blue object had them so intrigued, they jumped in the car and started following it. And started following it. I don't know what it was, she said. This one was going so fast. The journey ended less than three miles from where it began. She says they stopped the car on the Farrington Highway in front of the Board of Water Supply building after the object appeared to drop into the ocean. In one of Mariah's videos, you can hear her say, it went it went land it went land in the water whatever it is she described it as being larger than a telephone pole and says she heard it make she ne- she never heard it make any sound now that's interesting now she does describe this 
is larger than a telephone than as larger than a telephone pole. So apparently, what they saw was a blue light, not a sphere, but just as the headline says, a rectangular shaped light, like a telephone pole. So that's also good to know. We're getting the video from the phone, and she's clarifying for us that this is actually what she saw. It's not from camera shake. It's not from anything else. It's this strange, uh, long, oblong-shaped object, this bright blue thing, and it falls from the sky or flies down from the sky and actually lands in the water. They can see it. She says, we called 911, Raya said, for have like one cop or somebody, apparently her English is not all that good, for have like one cop or somebody come out and come check him out. While officers were on scene, Mariah says they spotted a second light. My husband went look up and he seen the whole one coming, she said. The white one was smaller, was coming in the same direction as the blue one. They lost sight of the object after it passed over a nearby mountain. Thursday morning, we asked Honolulu police if investigators figured out what fell in the water. A spokesman told us they didn't have any information. Wow. So here we have two objects, actually. A blue one and a smaller white one. The white one disappears over the mountain. So we have to ask ourselves, are these things just traveling in pairs? Or is this a situation where a UFO was spotted and another one is helping this thing because it's in distress of some sort? You know, we have cases where these things have gone from air into the water before. And it almost seems like as they've gone underwater, other UFOs have been seen on scene as if they're trying to render aid. And it's as if they uh, undergo some sort of repair. Although Mariah's had a couple days to think about it, she says she's still baffled by what she saw. To this day, I don't know, she said laughing. If you guys can find out what it was, I like no, you know. Okay, well... I, I like that, and, and, and kudos to, for Mar to Mariah for having the courage to come out and, and talk about what she saw. I mean, this is so important because so many people are afraid to do that. Um, and as far as going from believing to not believing, well, I know. I know that feeling pretty well, actually. If a lot of us never believed in UFOs or were able to safely compartmentalize the phenomena, not to think about it too much. But you know, when one of the things shows up right in front of you, then you have to deal with the reality of what your own eyes see. And that's when you come to your own disclosure, and you really don't care what the debunkers on TV have to say about it. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is from December 28th, and it says, Fact check, here's what this, what this West Virginia meteorite video actually shows. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Here's another case of somebody somebody presenting themselves as the uh, holder of knowledge, the expert, the truth knower. And this gets so annoying when you see the media do this time and time again because we know how often the media gets things wrong. But what happened was there's a video, and I've posted a link to this, and it's actually a pretty decent video. And I, I would put this under... You decide for yourself what it is, because I just don't know. It looks like a fireball, okay? It's in West Virginia. This uh, guy and gal are watching it. They're, she's talking about it. She's filming it for quite a while, like a, I think like a minute or two. You can go to the website, ufowarning.com, and you can actually watch the video there. I would recommend it. 
Some people have thought that this thing is a contrail, just reflecting off the sky, and that the reason that it's not moving that fast is because it's actually a jet moving across the sky, and we're seeing this reflective contrail. I don't know. It's pretty thick for a contrail. Although, I'm looking at this with an open mind, but I'm not sure. It, it's weird. It looks like a fireball moving in slow motion, as if maybe it's some sort of craft that's, uh, I don't know, somehow it's involved with plasma, where this where this exhaust is just, you know, shedding off of it. I don't know. I guess it's one of these things, uh, some people would say, well, you have to use the simplest explanation first to explain something. If that's the case, then you're probably going to look at this and say, well, the angle's a little bit odd, maybe it's a trick of the camera, but probably the safest thing to say is this is the contrail of an airplane, which happens to be highly reflective. Well, that could be. We have Bill Gates openly discussing about uh, dumping, what was it, aluminum um, fragments into the sky at, you know, at high altitude to try to block the sun because he doesn't think it's quite cool enough for us, okay? I guess one man's, uh, one man's, one man's saving the planet is another man's eco-terrorism. That's how I see it. I don't see this as saving the planet. I fall on the eco-terrorism side. So maybe, maybe this is one of those chemtrails that's just charged up with reflective particles, and that's why it's turning off this really bizarre gold collar. It says a video what appears to be a fireball falling from the sky. I wouldn't say falling. I would say... If it was falling, it would have to be going at the speed of gravity. So it, to me, this thing is not falling, it's flying. Was attra Has attracted a lot of attention online. The video was first posted to a subreddit dedicated to UFO sightings on December 27th by a user who said the clip was recorded in West Virginia. The video was shared on Twitter and has attracted more than 1.4 million views. But this type of sighting is actually a fairly common phenomenon, according to the American Meteor Society. The majority of these reported fireballs are not are not meteorites or other space objects. What we're seeing is called a contrail, which is created when exhaust gas from a high-altitude plane mixes with water vapor and very cold temperatures. The resulting linear clouds can appear bright red or orange because the sun reflects off them at sunrise and sunset. The AMS explains on its website... And then blah, blah, blah. They have a little picture of it there. And it says, and then it goes into the whole control things. I don't know. I would have to say this one here, I found the video interesting. Uh, it could be it could be that the most uh, important thing about this video is um, how the control behaves. And, and, and why do we have all this um, reflectivity from simple water particles? Like I said, I'm not going to make a call on this. Take a look at the video and see what you think for yourself. The video from Hawaii, however, is very interesting. Uh, looks like a clear case of some type of UFO phenomena, which is submersing itself into the ocean. And the eyewitness testimony along with this, I think it makes a really fascinating case. Until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.